It's one of the episodes I look forward to every year. We've named the players of the year on our Best in the West episode. That was last week. You can check it out. But now, Mitch, it's time for one of the most fun episodes of the year. It's a fantasy football draft. We're, we're drafting up teams here. Yeah, it's it's a little bit backwards since we're doing it at the end of the year. But, you know, it's fun to, again, look back at uh, a fun season of really good performances and compile uh, teams together and, and see who comes to, comes out ahead. I was going to say, we, we know the stats. We know the numbers here before the draft. But now the challenge is to compile the best team. It's the View from the West Fantasy Football Draft. Let's get into it. Talking Illinois high school football. If your goals are as high as you talk about, tonight's the night you go out and just take one more step. It's a view from the West. And it starts right now! Welcome into View from the West podcast, the podcast covering Illinois high school football on the western side of the state of Illinois. I'm your host, Greg Armstrong, joined once again, as always, by Mitch Stormer. But Mitch, we're not alone today. We're drafting up some fantasy football teams, and we brought some friends along. But first, how are you doing, Mitch? Um, you know, I'm in a little bit of uh, fantasy denial at the moment. You know, I, I tied for second in the regular season. Uh, because I tied, I did not get a bye in the first round. And of course, I'm going to lose my first round matchup. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I know whoever I choose is going to put to, or is going to be part of a good squad. We've got a lot of great players that we uh, have in the talent pool here. So I need some redemption tonight, Greg. All right, there we go. Well, Mitch, you and I are looking to draft our best teams possible out of the players from our area. And we'll throw in a little wrinkle this year. We're also going to draft one player from around the state, not from our area, that we want to add to our team. We'll also pick a head coach that we want to lead our fantasy football team. So, Mitch, we're going to try to draft up teams alongside of Kyle Kampmeyer from NUICfootball.com and Corey Kuffler from WQAD. Cuff, you're kind of already, like, switched into basketball mode here, but I'm pulling you back in to talk some football for one night only. I'm always up to talk some high school football. Yeah, it might be basketball season, but you can never get enough high school football. It's always a good time to talk football. And Kyle, you haven't transitioned to like baseball yet, have you? I'm working on the transition. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've already done some open gyms. So we've been we've been going at it for about seven weeks now. We're getting ready to take a little break here for the holidays and uh, get really going here at the uh, turn of the year. So. Well, there is plenty of football to talk about. Obviously, the district football vote was announced this week. It failed to pass, so we will remain in conference play. We're not ignoring that topic tonight. There's a whole episode. Mitch and I jumped on to an instant reacts. I encourage you to go check that episode out right now. But for tonight, for this episode, we're looking back one more time before we flip the calendar into the new year, looking back one more time at the 2023 football season to talk about the best players that we saw. And Mitch, if we're looking back at a great football season, we got to thank a great sponsor before we get into it. Yeah, tonight's episode, as always, all season, brought to you by our friends at Breedlove Sporting Goods, Western Illinois' premier sporting goods store for uniforms, apparel, equipment awards, and online team stores. They provide all the same sporting goods services as the big nationwide companies, but with a faster turnaround and their uniform pricing is a fraction of the cost you're probably used to. They offer names such as Adidas, Under Armour, and Nike, and are extremely responsive with any inquiries. 
With a primary focus on the western side of the state of Illinois, Breed Loves Sporting Goods is the fastest way to outfit your team. Check them out on Facebook or at breedlovesports.com or shoot Cal Breedlove an email at calbreedlove at gmail.com for more information. Absolutely. We also want to thank Matthewson's Mini Helmets. They were our sponsor for the View from the West Player of the Week. They were sending out customized mini helmets to our lucky winners each and every week. Some of those names, some of those winners from this year, I'm sure they're going to be brought up tonight. I'm sure they're going to be drafted on one of these teams. Matthewson's Mini Helmets offers totally custom mini helmets or decals for your school. You can find them on Facebook or on Twitter. Again, that's Matthewson's Mini Helmets. We thank them for their support. All right, boys, are we ready to get into it? Here we go. Here's the rules. Here's the way this draft is going to go. Each one of us is going to draft one quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, one flex position. That can be a quarterback, running back, or a wide receiver. And then we're also going to draft a team defense. So once we get through all those picks, at the end of this, we're going to wrap it up. Each one of us is going to make one more pick, one more player to add to our team from a player around the state, a player we've seen, a player we've heard of, a player that we know would make a difference on our local squad here. We're going to add one more from around the state. We're also going to pick a head coach to lead your team. So think about the players you got and the head coach that you want to lead it. Now, Mitch, you drafted up the uh, random generator here. Do you have the list here? Do you have our draft order? Yes, I do. Uh, I put all of our names into a list randomizer online. Uh, we hit it three times and came up with the following. We'll go in a snake order. First overall, we'll go to Kyle. Greg, you're second. Cuff will be third, and I will be fourth. Now, Mitch, in a snake draft with only four of us, you like that spot? I'm okay with that. Uh, again, with with the amount of talent that we have to choose from, um, I, I think we're all going to have pretty pretty good teams. But sitting there in the four or five slot. Uh, yeah, I got some tricks up my sleeve. All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, waste no more time. Kyle, you are up first. You going with someone from the NUIC or you looking outside the conference here? No, he already knows where he's going. I already know where I'm going. I already know where you're going. Come on. Brayden Little Quincy is going to be the number one pick in this draft. Oh, you did surprise me actually. You're right, I did. Got a quarterback early. He's clearly one of the best on the board, if not the best on the board. 3,422 yards passing, 45 touchdowns. That's my guy. I'm taking him. Hey, he was the view from the West player of the year, so it makes sense that he's our top pick, the player off the board there. That's a good pick. I All right. attention, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, now it's up to me, and, I, man, that that's a tough act to follow because that was – that that's a great pick, but I I'm going with the guy that I thought you were going with. I'm going, I'm going gauge dunker 41 touchdowns. I mean, now if I draft gauge dunker, can I get his offensive line too? Does it count that way? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going gauge dunker over 2,600 yards, 41 touchdowns. Did he end up with 73 career touchdowns at the most in the NUIC ever? That is correct. Yeah, so I, I'm liking that pick there. I, I'm I'm going with uh, with Gage Dunker here as my running back, my first round pick. Cuff, you were up. Wow, I was shocked by that Quincy pick, but uh, that's a good one. Um, I am gonna go. 
when I pick fantasy drafts, I like to go, if I can get a running back, I like to take running backs first. So I'm going to stay with that formula because that's what I always do. And I'm going to go out to uh, Princeton and I'm going to take me Casey Etheridge, sophomore with a breakout season, 29 touchdowns, had a really good year for uh, Princeton. So he's going to be my first pick. That's a good one. It's burst on the scene this year. And again, if you know if you're drafting Casey Etheridge, and if you get the Princeton offensive line to go with it, I think that's a good uh, that's a good start. I don't know if it works that way. We'll say it does on this draft anyway. So, if you can have Gage Dunker's line, I'll just take Princeton's. We'll call it even. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a good that's a good pick. Yep. All right, so Mitch, you got uh, two picks here in a row. You you got running back or quarterback, maybe one of each. Yeah, swing pick here. Um, if, if we're going with, with talented offensive lines as part of the package here, I, I feel confident here in taking my RB1 in Jareus Rice, uh, almost 1,700 yards rushing, 21 touchdowns on the ground, add in a couple, let's see, five more touchdowns uh, on the receiving end, 450 yards. So that's a lot of points that I'm bringing onto the table here in pick number one. So uh, a great season for, for Jareus Rice and that entire Quincy team. So uh, I'm taking him here with my RB1 spot. I like it. I like it. All right. So now three running backs off the board. Mitch has a second pick. Yep. So now, now it's, it's interesting, right? There's some quarterbacks left. There's, there's some good talent here. Uh, we still got a lot of great running backs as it may be in a flex, no receivers yet. Tell you what though, because in the spirit of the show, I'm going to, I'm going to switch it up on you. There's, there's a lot of good players, right? In all of those, in those three positions, there's a lot to choose from. I think there's one standalone defense. I'm going Princeton's defense here with my second round pick. All right. Hey, that's a great, if you're going to go defense and you're going to go Princeton only allowing 76 points all season. Yeah. That's, that's a good defense there. Low, lowest in the state school record, seven shutouts, 18 turnovers on the year. They got that great defensive line, Payne Miller and, and Kate Odell. You got uh, Noah Laporte there picking off passes. So, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable taking a defense early here when it's as good as Princeton. Yeah, I like I like my second pick uh, overall, but then I, I hate waiting around here because it's Cuff's turn before I go again. So, Cuff, you're up here. All right. Well, like I said, I, I like running backs. So I'm going to go ahead and fill out my flex right now because um, there's there's some quarterbacks out there, and I think there's there's more quarterbacks than there are good running backs at this point. So, I'm going to go, and when I did this with WQAD and we talked about our players of the year, I had these two guys as my co-players of the year and for small schools. So I'm going to go with Zeb Rashid from Anawan Weathersfield uh, as my flex player. Uh, 1,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, a really good junior season for him. Great pick. Great pick there. Dynamic weapon. And I kind of forgot. It slipped my mind until about halfway through the season. He's back again next year. So he's got he's got more work to do. And it, he's going to be an, a threat again next year for this Titans team. He's going to be the man the next year. With Dylan Horry graduating, he'll be the man this next year for sure. Yeah, on, on, on both sides of the ball. I think he'll be, he'll be a leader on both sides of the ball for him for sure. So great right. pick there. When I'm looking at this next pick, I want, I want a quarterback. And I'm afraid if I don't take him now, he's not going to be on the board. I'm going Brady Clark from Kiwani. I love the season this kid had. 
over 1,300 yards passing, 17 touchdowns. He had another 12 rushing touchdowns. He had three interceptions on defense. One of those returned for a touchdown. My favorite stat, though, first team all-track quarterback, first team all-track defensive back, and first team kicker and punter. So getting the job done in all three phases. I know we're not drafting kickers and punters here, but I'm going I'm going Brady Clark. I just love the season he had and just such a leader for that Kiwani team. I want him I want him on my roster. So Kyle, you're up with back-to-back picks now. Oh good. I still got a lot of guys on the board. And with running backs becoming a, a premium all of a sudden, and you guys think I was going to take my boy Gage, which, you know, I'm sad I don't have him because anybody would be great to have him in the backfield. One guy that stood out to me this year, especially come playoff time, even though their playoffs were short-lived, was Brady Anderson from Morrison. Had 1,083 yards, 20 total touchdowns, but it was his speed and his ability to break loose was one of the factors that really stood out to me. And he's only a sophomore, so he got a lot of dangerous weapons to watch coming from him and the Mustangs over the next two years as they transition to the NUIC. So he's going to be my second pick. And then I got the quarterback I wanted. In order to have a receiving game, you got to have somebody to throw to. Might as well go with this teammate, Aiden Byquist, at wide receiver as well. Good pick. Good, good way to pair them up together. Smart. All right, so Byquist off the board and Anderson off the board. I am back up here looking down the way. I got a quarterback. I got a running back. I think I might uh, I might go into my flex position here. I got to see where I'm going to go. Hmm, this is, uh, this is tough. You know, actually... I'm going to keep the uh, Quincy wide receivers rolling. I'm going to take Tykel Hammers as my uh, as my wide receiver. Over 1,000 yards coming from Brady Little and 15 touchdowns on the season. Great weapon there in, in, a, in a multitude of weapons that the Quincy offense had. I'm going to get Tykel Hammers as my wide receiver. So, Cuff, now up to you. You have two really strong running backs. Where do you go now? Well, I got I think I have somebody that can either hand it off to him or potentially throw it or run it himself. And uh, the guy I'm going with, I never saw him play because it's not a guy from my viewing area. But listening to your guys' podcast and just looking at the numbers, I, I was really impressed. So I'm going into the NQIC, and I'm taking Cooper Hoffman from Dupac as my quarterback with over 2,000 yards passing and 23 touchdowns. He rushed for another 15 and had 800 rushing yards so a dual threat quarterback uh, in my backfield to go with my really two good running backs that was one of my picks when I was debating Brady Clark I, I I was it was really tough it was between Brady Clark Hoffman and there was one other guy in the mix but uh yeah that's that's a good solid pick there did a little bit of everything similar to a Brady Clark type of you know leader of the offense there so good good pick there cuff I like it all right Mitch you got two in a row <sighs> I was staring at Hoffman there. Uh, I was going to take him here on one of the swing picks. So now I got to re- rethink some things. Um, but where, where I think I think a, a, a next logical choice to go there, um, 
one of the best dual threat quarterbacks we had the, the pleasure of covering this year, the unanimous first team LLC large division quarterback. That's Lane Wheelwright from Farmington. Uh, 1,300 yards, over 1,300 yards passing, 19 touchdowns. He was a 1,000-yard rusher and 15 touchdowns. So you're talking over 2,000 all-purpose yards and 34 touchdowns. I like those points coming to my team. That was the other one. You just called it. It was either Brady Clark, Lane Wheelwright, or Cooper Hoffman. That was my the, the three I debated there. So, yep, they're all off the board. That makes sense. So we have right now, we all have picked three. We'll take a quick break. We'll thank some sponsors. Then we'll get into the rest of the draft. So Mitch, hang tight. You got another pick coming. Brink Sportswear offers totally custom made-to-order football uniforms that allow coaches and athletic directors to take control of their brands. The uniforms are available in sublimated and tackle twill. They offer free digital mock-ups, free shipping on team orders, and free physical samples before you buy so you know exactly how you're spending your program's money. Uniform sets start at $99 for sublimated and $120 for Tackle Twill. You can find them on Twitter or go to brinksportswear.com. View from the West podcast is also sponsored by the Cupcake Cartel, gourmet cupcakes that are made to order. Over 40 flavors, including wedding cake, lemon blueberry, strawberry milkshake, snickerdoodle, and Oreo. Perfect for weddings, birthdays, showers, fundraisers, or any event. You can find the Cupcake Cartel on Facebook. We thank them for their support. The Quad City's first and only fantasy football show, For Fantasy's Sake, has you all covered when it comes to all of your fantasy football needs. The guys come to you live every Sunday morning during the football season from 10 to 11.30. They've got the best analysis, rankings, DFS, and gambling advice between the Rock and Mississippi Rivers. So tune in to For Fantasy's Sake every Sunday during the football season from 10 to 11.30 a.m., on Facebook and YouTube. So halfway through the View from the West fantasy football draft for the 2023 football season, let's go through who's been taken so far, kind of hit a little reset, get everybody updated here. Kyle Campmeyer, you've taken Braden Little as your quarterback. You've taken Brady Anderson as your running back. Aiden Byquest from Quincy as your wide receiver. So good uh, Quincy pairing there but also the speedster Brady Anderson right in the middle. That's a really solid start. I went with Brady Clark from Kiwani as my quarterback, kind of Mr. Everything, as we called him for the Boilermakers. He's at quarterback. And then speaking of kind of like Mr. Everything, Gage Dunker, running back from Lena Winslow. He got the job done in the tune of 41 touchdowns this year, over 2,000 yards on the ground. Huge production from him. I love that as my running back pick. I also went with a wide receiver from Quincy. I went with Tykel Hammers, his 15 touchdowns. Cuff, you got Cooper Hoffman at quarterback. He's well over 2,000 yards, uh, all-purpose yards this season. He was finding the end zone through the air and on the ground. You have Casey Etheridge burst on the scene as a running back for Princeton. Zeb Rashid, another great season for him. So two really solid running backs there to go with a good quarterback, a dual-threat quarterback. Cuff, that's a good start. Mitch, you got Lane Wheelwright from Farmington. He was our player of the year on the big side of things for the LLC large schools. You have Jareas Rice running back from Quincy, and you have Princeton's defense. So you're certainly leading the way defensively here, going with that defensive pick. You got one more pick before we start snaking back the other way. So where are you going here, Mitch, with your fourth player off the board? All right, looking at my squad, I I like where it's at. Uh, here in the fourth pick, second to last pick for for my teams, at least for our local guys. 
Uh, I'm looking at receiver. I need to, uh, to get some receiving yards and looking at who we've got in the area. I'm looking at a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns in the track. And that's going to Oregon. And that's Jake Bainbridge. Uh, a good year for, for Jake. Uh, we're going to add him to the roster here as my wide receiver number one. Catching a lot of passes from Kale Filler there on that offense for Orion. They were throwing the ball around, and, and yeah, Bainbridge was catching a lot of passes. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Back to Cuff. All right. So, I need a, a wide receiver and a defensive player. And, again, my philosophy has always been defense has always been the last thing I've always picked in my regular fantasy draft. So, I'm also going to stay with that philosophy. So, that means I need a wide receiver. And I'm hoping this guy – even though he plays eight man, can make the transition back to playing five man <laughs> football. Is that is that how yeah. we're going in here? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what we'd call this. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Brennan Blaine from Amboy, uh, 947 yards, 17 touchdowns, and even had four rushing touchdowns for a state championship team in Amboy. So that's what I'm going with. All right. So that's your wide receiver, Brennan Blaine from Amboy. Right. Good pick. Yes. Yep. Good pick when it comes to a wide receiver. And, and part of a great team. When you said you were going eight, man, I got nervous for a minute because I thought you were stealing my pick. I'm going Brock Solto from Polo. Huge, huge numbers. Let's see, 1,535 rushing yards, 411 receiving yards. He also threw for another 341 yards. That's a total of 34 touchdowns. If there is the definition of a flex player, Brock Soltau is it. I'm taking Brock Soltau and putting him in my flex position, and I'm very happy about it. Kyle, did you think he was going to wait for you? Or you was, that, was he on your mind there? Yeah, that's what my next pick was. <laughs> I knew it. Now I'm, now I'm scrambling. <laughs> that's Good the beauty and the heartbreak of a draft there. Yep, it's a great pick. He was a stud. Well, I guess uh, I got flex I need to fill. I have defense I need to fill. Oh, boy. Oh, what do I want to do flex-wise? I got a quarterback. I got a running back. I have a wide receiver. And if you want to score some points, <clears throat> hmm. Hmm. you definitely need a little bit more action. I think I, I I like my options at the running back position. So I'm going to go with Amboy's Landon Welchel. Okay. Yep. 1,832 yards on the ground, 25 touchdowns. So a ton of production there. Put Landon Welchel in your flex spot. All right. And that leaves you with a defense. And then your team is rounded out. Well, until we get to our statewide pick and our coach, but. You know, this defense dominated the majority of the year. The last two games of the year kind of didn't go the way that it was anticipated, but still a very stingy defense at that. Lena Winslow is my defense on the year. That pick is for Kerry, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your wife. The Lena Winslow grad, so you're getting a you're getting a little Panther, uh, you know, contingent in your roster there. All right, I like it. Always a good pick, you know, year in and year out. You can take Lena Winslow there as your defensive pick. So, you, I would say, uh, I would say you could blame me 
but I, but you had the first pick. You you know you didn't take uh, Gage Dunker, so you're you know you're gonna have to explain that one to her for sure. Uh, I I think I can make that available with the whole Braden Little story. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. All right, well I got a defense left to pick, and I'm glad they're still on the board here. A defense we talked a lot about this season. 27 turnovers for the Newman Comets. They're my defense. I'm I'm locking them up. I like that pick there. So that leaves Cuff's defense. Yeah, and I'm going to go back to the uh, to the uh, Lincoln Trail, and uh, I, I like uh, Analog Weathersfield and the way that they play this year. Um, I was 110 points. Got uh, shut out teams when they needed to. Came up with some big stops and some big wins when they needed to because their offense was so good. That's all everybody talked about, but their defense was just as good. And uh, that's who's going to be my defense. will be the Anawan Weatherspiel Titans. I like it. So the defensive run will come to an end here, though, because, Mitch, you still got your flex spot left. Anybody on the board is yours left to pick. It's a lot of good talent still out there. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of good talent to choose from. And I've only got to pick one. I don't have a player from eight man. Um, but I may not either because I'm I'm gonna choose here with the final pick someone who uh quietly went for over a thousand yards rushing, uh maybe overshadowed a little bit in the system uh he played in, will be the lead back moving forward. That is Cobran Lynch from Lena Winslow. Ooh, 1100, okay. yards, 1,100 yards rushing, 14 TDs. Like I said, it was quiet, right? He Dunker got all the attention, rightfully so. But but Cobran was that that one-two punch there. So I'm going with Lynch here to fill out my flex spot. I will say that's a little bit of a surprise pick, but I like it because you know you see you see what he can do in a in a very high-powered, very effective offense. And yeah, he'll be the guy moving forward. So it's a good pick. Man. Just looking through, there is a lot of talent left on the board here. But, uh, you know, I think we, we, we picked some solid teams here. Now, what we're going to do, we're going to branch outside of our area. Let's look around the state of Illinois. Players that we saw throughout the season. Players that stood out to us. One more player to add to this roster that's going to, you know, put you over the top. We'll go in reverse order. So, Mitch, do you want to start this one and we'll work backwards? Well, and that works, too, because that would be the snake on the way back. So that that works fine. Sure. Um, OK, let's let's lay some ground rules here for this out of uh, out of area flex player. OK, is it any position or is it just purely flex? No quarterback. No, I would say it's any position. I any think that position. If, yeah, if you want to do two quarterbacks, that's fine. Yep. OK. Boy, that that opens it up even more. There was a lot of names that that we were looking at this year um, across the, across the state. As we always say, you know, we're pretty talented. There's sorry, we're pretty talented. We're very fortunate to cover uh, the state of Illinois. There's always great athletes all across the state, putting up huge numbers. So to add any one of these, uh, any one of these names to my team is a great addition. Um, you know, I, I feel like if I'm missing something, maybe a little bit more than what your guys' teams have, is touchdowns, um, you know, with, with Kyle, with Braden Little, with 48 touchdowns, whatever it was, Dunker with 41, Cuff, you've got uh, Etheridge and Rashid and Hoffman. Hoffman had a ton of touchdowns. 
Um, I might need to catch up a little bit in that regard. Um, so with that, and because I could pick anybody I want, um, I'm going to go with a quarterback who we saw a couple of times play Sterling this year okay. out of Wheaton St. Francis, uh, a recent Ball State decommit and a commit to Michigan State. Uh, I, I think he just finished behind Braden Little in yards and touchdowns. I think he was right at 3,400 yards and 40 touchdowns, only four interceptions on the year. I'm going with the Wheaton St. Francis quarterback, Alessio Milojevic, to fill Mitch. out my out of – I don't know how to pronounce his name. But, <laughs> no, it only um, took you it, it took you all season, but I think you got it. I don't know. <laughs> I truly I don't have any idea. Um, but he, he's a great player. There's some great highlights from his playoff games where he's a tough runner. He's a very, very, very good player. And uh I'll take him here to fill out my uh my my flex spot. He was one I had on my radar for sure. So all right, good, good pick there. Now it's cuff. Who have you seen around the state that you want to add to your roster? Well, when, when Mitch said he was going to go quarterback and try to uh, gain some touchdowns, I thought for sure this is the guy he was going to pick, and I'm glad he didn't pick him because I'm also going to take a quarterback, and this guy had a ton of touchdowns. Um, from Mount Carmel, Class yeah. 3 uh. Illinois walk-on, uh, 51 touchdowns, 1,762 yards, passing and then another 2000 rushing it is blaine sisson from mount carmel so he is going to be my player from around the state that i'm picking led them to a uh, 3a title game and uh, a really really good quarterback and a guy that can find the end zone for sure yep man you're killing me here i that was a guy i wanted to pick as well but i will say he was originally committed to my southern illinois salukis and he turned that down flipped over to Illinois. So I, as much as I wanted to take him, it, you know, that wasn't, wasn't meant to be for me. And he's probably not going to play quarterback at Illinois. That's the thing. No, no, I wouldn't so think so. They'll, no, they'll probably move more to the defensive side and they'll probably be some kind of safety or a cornerback or something like that, man. I wish I could have seen him playing for Southern. So I think he'd have been a, he'd have been a dynamic weapon for them playing quarterback. I would guess, but probably. Yeah. All right. Well, a couple picks that I had looked at that are off the board but a running back that stands out to me. And Mitch, I thought this was the pick you were going to make when we talked about this. I'm going with Byron's Caden Considine. That was my pick. Yes, okay. that was who I was thinking of. It absolutely I, was. You know, yeah. you, know what the, you know what the thing was? Is I couldn't find his stats. I never saw what his final numbers were. And uh, be, because that offense was so versatile, I didn't, I didn't think they would be as stand out as I maybe thought they were just because they spread the ball out so much. Yeah. But man, from what I saw of him in the highlights and in the state championship game, man, that kid was electric. Like just seeing the things he can do, I'll put him in my offense and, and find a way to make it work. So I, I'm going with Considine there from Byron. That's uh, Hey, how about a one, two punch of uh Considine and Gage Dunker? Will that work for me? Well, if, if you're good. taking the if you're taking Lee Wynn's line, yeah, I'd say. <laughs> or and, I'll take and, or I'll take Byron's line. Either one. Oh, no, 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 that doesn't count. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll mix it up. Considine is the uh, son of Sean Considine, who played at Iowa, correct? Right. Correct. Right. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. he's only a sophomore, so 
right. a lot, a lot of damage he has left to do uh, for Byron. So I'm, I'm going Considine there. All right. One more pick from around the state, Kyle, who stands out to you, who you add into your roster. Man, I, I had Alessio on my board and I had Considine on my board and I was right there at the cusp of getting them. You guys got them. Um, this one is going to be somebody that we probably have not heard much of. I, I know for a fact we haven't. Um, but Carson Grove from Hersey was a top receiver in the state of Illinois, caught 64 passes for 1,435 yards and 16 touchdowns. He is a Northwestern commit. Hey, I like he that. Also added, he added five interceptions and 32 tackles for Hersey this year in a 10-win season. I think he'll add some explosion to my offense as I already have two running backs. So another wide receiver will help fill that depth there. Well, what was his name again? His name is Carson Grove. We also yep. got Caden Considine as my pick, the running back, fullback from uh, Byron. You have Blaine Sisson for Cuff from Mount Carmel, the Southern Illinois version of Mount Carmel. And Mitch went with Alessio Milojevic from Wheaton, St. Francis. I mean, I think I got it as close as you did. So, right? Yep. Close enough. All right. So there we go. There's our statewide picks. We got one more pick to make. If you're going to look at your roster, who's the guy you want leading them? Who's the guy you want on the sidelines calling the shots? Kyle, you start us off. Who's your head coach? Well, when you think about head coaches, I want a guy who's been in the Hall of Fame. I want a guy who's got 247 wins. I want a guy who's got six state championships. That guy is none other than Lena Winslow's Rick Aaron. Very solid. Yep. Very solid pick. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There, there you go. You're, you're getting some, you're getting some NUIC blood in your, in your system, in your program here for sure. In your fantasy draft. So there you go. All right. My pick here. And, and I'll be honest of all the things, uh, of all the things I looked at, I didn't really, didn't really think about this one. I know the coaches we got in the area. And there's a lot that I like for this year, though. I'm going Rick Little from Quincy. He's been building this program. And, you know, we talked a lot about this Quincy program. It's always been, you know, second to basketball, right? It's always been a basketball school. They've flipped that narrative now. And Rick Little's a big reason for that. I'm going with uh, with Rick Little. He, he gets to coach uh, Tykel Hammers on my team, but I didn't get his son. I didn't get I didn't get Braden Little, so he's gonna have to adjust there. But I'm going Rick Little from Quincy Cuff. Who you got as your head coach? Well, again, uh, Rick Aaron is a great choice because obviously year in and year out, whether they have talent or not, which they always do up at Lena Winslow, they seem to win, and that's something I'm looking for in a coach is year after year, regardless of talent on the field, you get your guys to play the best. And ever since he went to Princeton, Ryan Pearson has done that with Ryan Pearson and, and Princeton Tigers. A fear of the stripe, he changed the culture. Everything that he's done year in, year out has made that team and that ball club a winner. So Ryan Pearson is going to lead my club. That was that was one I had on my board too. That, that would have been one of my picks as well. Mitch, down to you. The last pick, the last remaining uh, pick here in our draft. Yep. Uh, all right, so I'm going to want a coach who um, – can obviously handle a lot of talent 
right? Knows how to operate through uh, a competitive quarterback room, but also uh, we'll we'll have an offensive strategy that allows for for the running backs to shine. Um, and, and since we're kind of playing here in a maybe a six man football league, someone who can adjust on the fly. Um, and you know, the past couple of years, there, there's been some turnover. Uh, there, there's been some new players and new positions and such, but this team, they, they've won back-to-back uh, track rock titles. I'm going Sam Graves here from Rock Ridge as my coach. Very good pick. Yep, very good pick. And Mitch, you just reminded me here, our rosters, how would they fare in Texas six-man football? I, boy, <laughs> that's that's a whole nother thing. We got a lot of speed here, and that's all you need. Once you hit the open air, you are scoring what a 70 whatever yeah. the field is 70 yards and once yeah. you're up by 45 it's over and they got you know you got Brady Clark so you know when they when they kick and it's a whole yeah. thing so yeah. <laughs> you know uh you know speaking of that though I, I watched a lot this weekend of Texas high school football championships obviously that's the premier state so um yeah pretty cool but that's six man Woo, that's something different yeah that I mean hey we're drafting teams that could compete in that so all right well before we wrap this show up Let's go through and uh, everybody kind of talk through your roster. We'll give kind of an overall. And I think the fun part is, I should have mentioned this in the beginning. We're going to put these uh, rosters out on Twitter and then put a poll and the, the listeners can decide which one of us picked the best team. So we'll have a we little gotta, fun with it this week. We're going to see if like uh, some sort of fancy football like emulator is out there where we could like type in stats and it'll, it'll calculate the points. You know what I mean? Oh, that's I a good call. What, I would love to know if there's, if that exists. Cause uh, yeah. Would love to just see who in real terms. And, and obviously every league has different point structures and whatever, but just to give you an idea of who maybe might score the most points. Oh, we should, Okay. We could look into that as well, but I, I'm going to let Twitter decide, but Mitch, we'll, we'll go in reverse order here. We'll start with you. Give it, give us the rundown of your team, what you like yep. about it. Uh, well, let's let's start with quarterbacks. Uh, I've got two really good ones, two good dual threat quarterbacks in, in Lane Wheelwright from Farmington and Alessio Miljojevic from uh, Wheaton St. Francis. So going to get a lot of touchdowns there. I think between them, that was 75 touchdowns between the two. So really comfortable there. My running backs, Darius Rice and uh, Cobert Lynch. Really love that one, two punch as well. Um I've got my defense in Princeton, certainly uh, the, one of the best defenses that we covered this year. Obviously, a state low, 76 points and seven shutouts. I'm going to get a lot of points for my defense there. And then uh, on the uh, on the receiving end, uh, Jake Bainbridge, obviously over uh, 800 yards receiving and 12 touchdowns. So, you know, I, I think my team can spread the ball out. you got Sam Graves leading this thing. So I feel good about it. All right. Cuff, what do you like? What do you got here? Well, as, as I look at this, uh, I've got a bunch of touchdowns. I was going to try to add them up real quick. <laughs> as I as I look at my team, I've got, gosh, I don't even know if I can add it up quick enough. But I, I like having Cooper Hoffman uh, lead my team as a quarterback. Uh, 38 touchdowns there, over 2,000 yards passing for him. Uh, I've got two really solid running backs in Casey Etheridge and Zeb Rashid, uh, both small school guys, but played big time football. Um, my wide receiver, Blaine, Brennan Blaine from Amboy. Obviously, eight man football, you're gonna you're gonna catch a lot of touchdowns. So that was a that was a good pickup there. He's gonna be catching them from Cooper Hoffman. And then 
just in case I need to bring somebody in off the bench, I've got Blaine Sisson with another 51 touchdowns from Mount Carmel. So if he can go play and then Cooper Hoffman can go play another position, uh, I really like the way that my team stacks up here. Uh, defensively, uh, Antelope Weathersfield only gave up 110 points, so you're not going to score a lot on me, and my team can score a lot of touchdowns. And then obviously Ryan Pearson, uh, standout coach that can uh, handle – a lot of talent, and regardless of its talent or not, you can get a team to play together. So I did add it up, Greg. I got 166 total touchdowns is what it came out to be. So that's quite a few quite a few points. You're, you're, you're quicker at math than me. I know I got, uh, you know, I'll start looking down my way here. Gage Dunker led the way with 41 touchdowns, and then right behind him was Brock Soltel at my flex position with 34 touchdowns. I have Brady Clark. Kind of, so I should say I got Gage Dunker there as a running back. My flex position, Brock Soltow, which I really like. And Caden Considine from Byron, my, you know, my statewide pick there. He was obviously a huge force. I'm sure he put up a bunch of touchdowns because that's what Byron's offense did. I don't have his numbers off the top of my head or right in front of me, but I really like those three paired with Brady Clark at quarterback. Good, uh, you know, good, solid dual threat quarterback there. Really good, uh, you know, veteran presence. Not that that really factors into fantasy points, but, you know, I like it. Anyway, you got uh, Tykel Hammers for him to throw to at wide receiver. My defense in Newman, 27 turnovers. I love that. That's the defense we talked about all year long. And then Rick Little from Quincy is going to be leading the way here for me. So that's the rundown of my squad. Kyle, give us the wrap on your team here. All right. So I have... The quarterback, Brayden Little, with 3,422 yards, 45 touchdowns through the air, three on the ground. My running back is Brady Anderson from Morrison with 1,083 yards and 20 touchdowns rushing. My flex guy was another running back with Amboy's Landon Walchel, who had 1,832 yards and 25 touchdowns. I have a wide receiver, Aiden Byquist from Quincy, who had 1,056 yards and 11 touchdowns. My other wide receiver was Carson Grove uh, with 1,435 yards and 16 touchdowns. So offensively, that's a total of 8,828 yards and 120 total touchdowns. My defense is Lena Winslow, which only allowed 146 points throughout the course of the season. Some of those points were given up in uh, garbage time or runaway time, but still a very stout Lena Winslow defense that is going to make you earn every inch. So I'm very excited with the team that I have here, especially having a Hall of Fame coach and Rick Aaron leading this group to the championship. They, <laughs> all right. The mythical championship that we have on the line here. We'll let Twitter, we'll let the X decide. <laughs> we'll put up a poll and, uh, you know, the listeners can decide who's got the best team here. I love it. And, man, I can't get out of my head. I want to see these teams compete in some six-man football. Cuff, how many touchdowns did you have? 166. Whew. It's uh, 996 points if you only add six. six. That's too much math for me. Uh, take your word for it. <laughs> Now you're gonna now you're gonna make me do the math. Do you do you know what your touchdown total is there, Mitch? Uh, I have 135. I I had to find okay. uh, Milojevic's rushing touchdowns. He had nine, so I'm at 135. I don't have any idea on yards or anything, but 135 touchdowns. 
810 points, Mitch. 810 points. So let's see. I had 29 from Clark, 41 from Dunker, 15 from Hammers, and 34. That puts me at 119 without Considine. So I hope that uh, Considine had 27. Okay. And he ran for 1,630. Okay. So there he's. That puts me at 146 touchdowns. So, yeah. 876 points. There we go. I guess we'll, uh, you know, we all have the numbers laid out there. And we'll you, let can, it, uh... you, you can you can do no wrong when you got four. Anytime you got four people in a fantasy league, you're going to have great teams. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> anytime, anytime you got a talent pool like ours, uh, all, all of our teams are uh, are pretty good. Yeah, but the that's it's you know they're all pretty good, but the question is who's the best. So we'll I, we'll find out, I guess. We'll let the listeners decide. Well, thank you, Cuff, for joining us, and uh, you know you got some time off here around the holidays, and then get back to basketball once the new year hits. Yeah, I got some time off to so spend that with some family, and uh, it'll be fun, and uh, then it'll be back to the hoops on the hardwood, which will be great. There you go. And Kyle, when when does like you know you're already doing baseball workouts, but I guess come the new year you're probably you know, getting ready. How many, how many basketball players probably when, have some. Yeah. When a pit, pitchers and catchers report there. There you go. Out. Yep. Well, uh, pitchers and catchers are already kind of going through simulated bullpens and whatnot, but official practice begins February 26. So um, we're just going through opening up the gym, allowing the boys to come in, just kind of play around, do their thing. Obviously we can't do much uh, instructional stuff right now being no contact time. So really it's just opening the doors and allowing them to come in and get ready for the season. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely excited. February 26th is the official kickoff and March 14th, we head to North Boone for our first game of the year. So it's going to be a very quick turnaround. Hey, nothing says spring training, high school baseball in the Midwest, like uh, taking ground balls off a hard gym floor. Been there, <laughs> done that. So <laughs> too many times too yeah. many times <laughs> all right boys well thank you for joining us this mitch this essentially wraps up our uh coverage for the 2023 football season we'll put a put a bow on it as it's christmas themed here right you, you know you never know what's going to happen in the off season. i think what we've said before there's some coaching uh openings that could be a domino effect you never know so We'll, we'll have some things that will pop up inevitably in the offseason. But, yeah, for the most part, we'll we'll go into hibernation mode for the holidays, and we'll kind of wait for whatever uh, comes up next. Yeah, certainly a lot to discuss in the future of IHSA football and what that looks like. We'll get into that down the road. We may take a, a couple weeks, uh, you know, a couple bye weeks here heading into the holidays, but we won't go totally silent. We won't go totally dark in the offseason. We'll be back to talk some high school football and kind of what's going on, keep everybody updated. So, Follow along on Twitter. Obviously, we'll keep you informed on there. But uh, all right, boys, thanks a lot. We will we will be in touch. As I said, we're not going to go dark. We'll be around. So that'll wrap up this episode. Go on to Twitter. Go on to the X. Vote for the team here, the best drafted team. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. That'll do it for this week's episode of View from the West. Thank you so much for listening. I encourage you to go out to Apple Podcasts or Podbean and subscribe so you can follow along and downloads will come automatically every week. You can follow along on Twitter at ViewFromWestPod. You can also email me if you're interested in being a sponsor, ViewFromWestPod at gmail.com. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.